Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 156. A very important episode for the show, because it's the first one with new equipment. Yeah. So we talked it, hyped it all up last time, so I'm sure this recording session will be a complete disaster, <laughs> because that's just how these things go. Mm. But to help us through this, we have some returning guests to the show. We've been on their show a bunch of times. This is their second time back here. We have Officers Kevin and Officer Grant from the Thought Cops. Guys, how you doing? Glad to be here. I was... <laughs> What's up? Hey, that's my bit. I'm Why good, I'm good. This is kind of how our show is for anybody who hasn't listened to it. Yeah, it's yeah. animated. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't, guys, uh, we already have the links below, but where do you want them to follow you? Where should they find you? And where do they got to hit subscribe? Uh, they can go to hyperurl.co. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. Just search search for Thought Cops on uh, all all the social media apps and websites and all the podcast apps and websites. You'll find us there. I can almost guarantee it. YouTube. Well, most of them. Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> that's what we want to emphasize the most. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Thought Cops. We're putting out all the, all the craziest video content you could ever imagine. Anything you could ever wish for and more, uh, you'll find it there. And that's a promise. Yeah, I think we talked about it last time, but like, even besides now that you guys are doing full on video podcasts too every week, you also have like your other bits and stuff like that, like the reeducationing series, which I goddamn love. Mm. Oh, thank and it's you. It's just like, it's a perfect little four minute way to like summarize basically the best corners of the internet, quote unquote best. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think in, in different ways, we've been trying to figure out what exactly to do with it. And we're sort of in talks to like maybe like, start branching off with other types of ideas and at the same time it's like i'm looking at re-educationing and i'm thinking this is like a good premise but like i can I, I feel like i have to do more with it so actually i just uh i just recorded like two hours worth of a twitch stream and i'm gonna see if that if i can turn that into a new video within the next like week or two nice uh if that works uh we'll do more of it if it doesn't work i will cry <laughs> Well, also, you should mention, Grant, you do have a pretty damn entertaining TikTok. Oh, and thank that you. that link should be below as well. Um, yeah. I, boop, boop. <laughs> right down there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to click. You got to follow these guys. As Jim said, we've been on their their show, and it's a ton of fun. They do help police the internet because there's a lot that does need it. There's a lot of interesting stuff out there. There's a lot of crap, yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we have Grant over here who's Hassan Piker's doppelganger. Yeah, and I we got, have Kevin. I got over my here. bling on right now. My and green we have Kevin over here stealing bling. tweets from uh, poor old uh, President Togaro. So, oh yeah, Kevin, Man, how dare you? This fucking thing won't die. I swear to God. Like, I, yeah, there's I updates to this. On, yeah, uh, on Instagram today, uh, uh, an account with 2.7 million followers stole that same stupid fucking Eminem's tweet from like three months ago. Really. Like well, multiple like multiple accounts. So, like one had like you know five hundred thousand followers, and like the other one. But thankfully, the guy like like one of our um, one of our friends commented like, "Hey, this is uh, Kevin Potus's tweet. Maybe you could uh, give credit where credits due." And he <laughs> he tagged me in it, and I, I got a handful of new followers. I mean, I'm not super active on Instagram, but uh, and yeah, what was, was that it, tweet that was stolen? It was the stu- <laughs> I'm And I'm, as, honestly, as he's pulling it up, I will put the picture up here. Because it was, uh, yeah, 
It, it was it was during the time of the the interesting arguments going on about M and M's, and it was actually yeah, maybe right before that or something. But yeah, I mean, I've kind of grown to resent it because it's just be- I, honestly, <laughs> it keeps I took getting a picture, stolen. I took a picture of a bag of candy and like I threw it in the trash and I forgot <laughs> about it. And then yeah, like it was like it's probably like one of the most popular things I've put on the internet for some reason. And then the uh, picture here, it's this picture of it's probably an observation a million people have made before. Uh, it's a picture of the red M&M, and he's holding a green M&M in his hand. Well, he's a sentient M&M, and he's holding, like, a regular, <laughs> smaller M&M in his hand. And, uh, you know, the top of it's bitten off, and you can see the chocolate, you know, the ooey-gooey chocolate center. And I captioned it. He's holding what is his equivalent of an infant's cracked skull. You know, it looks like... <laughs> He's holding a baby's skull. So if you guys like sort of like epic 2004 dead baby humor, <laughs> follow me over at Kevin Potus on all kinds of social media. Potus.0 is the name of his television show on Comedy Central. I feel like, I, I feel like somebody one time I explained what like Thought Cops was, and they're like, oh, is it like Tosh.0? And I'm like, eh, eh, uh, I, I hope not. <laughs> Please don't do that to yeah. me. <laughs> not enough clips. We're not not snappy enough with the not enough. You know that. Yeah, yeah not snappy. <laughs> Whatever that. Yeah. And you don't have your themed. What was that shit he used to do with like wearing certain outfits in each season? Yeah, he. You got. Yeah, you he wears all a the sweater trends. one day, and then another day he wears a. Uh, a cardigan that it's, it's cutting so edge fucking yeah crazy. <laughs> oh and then after a season he goes i'm not wearing cardigans anymore and then he hangs a cardigan in the rafters like you would for a famous uh nba player the jerk yep mm-hmm. that's actually when i stopped watching i was like i'm done i came here for the cardigans i came here for the <laughs> you were personally offended i was i live vicariously through them god damn 50k likes on that good for you kevin holy shit yeah no. Until we got to see the worst of the internet and how there's no creativity at all anywhere. Yeah, I mean, no. the one that was put up today is our, like from like hours ago has like 50k likes on it. And again, the, what I was going to say was at least I was like, I'm like, I, at first I was happy. Like, oh, this guy, he credited me at least. You know, he's got a huge account. And like uh, somebody brought up to me like, you know, the, they make like money off of their posts, right? Like he did the <laughs> yeah, absolute cool. bare, he did the bare minimum by throwing you like he should have like given you 25 bucks, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and that's one of those things, too, where it's like everybody sees what the the fuck Jerry people and that one guy, yeah. the, the fat Jewish and people like that that like steal content. And they're like, these guys are stealing content. Go get them. And it's like everybody's stealing content at all times. It's it's like the whole thing with the, the Super Size Me movie. And they're like, McDonald's mm-hmm. is really bad for you. And it's like all it food is. that we eat is really bad for us. Why <laughs> did you just do the one? Now everyone just thinks, oh, McDonald's, that's bad. And then they'll just go to what, Burger King, Subway? Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. 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 I, I, I took that <laughs> message away from it, yeah. You go with the healthier choice of Taco Bell. Come on, we all know yeah. that one. <laughs> that was the obvious point of that movie mm-hmm. yeah so wait grant you're the fitness trainer around here what do you think is like the well, biggest lie food that like well, tries to pass itself off as healthy but then like people come in they're like oh i eat uh, this just, I, like don't do every that. everything just everything <laughs> everything like there, it's just uh no nutrition and fitness and everything within that sphere of reference uh it's all everything's everyone's lying to you at all times everyone's trying to sell you shit 
Uh, nobody knows anything. Uh, you look at a scientific paper and it's bullshit, and you listen to the people that are interpreting the scientific paper and they're bullshit. And it's just people arguing back and forth about, oh, I'd lift more than you. And then this guy goes, well, I don't lift for uh, the, 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 to lift more. I lift it to get bigger, and I'm bigger than you. And the other guy goes, well, I'm not bigger than you, but I lift more than you. And also, <laughs> my ketones are higher. And then the other guy goes, I don't I even do ketones. I don't, I've never had a <laughs> ketone before. And it's just like, why, why, what does this benefit anybody? So wait, are you trying to tell me that the papers that claim that Guinness is one of the lowest calories and best for you beers is a lie? Oh, is that also <laughs> what you're drinking? Yep. Oh, That's are you drinking not, it as well? Yeah, oh I, shit! I was gonna. I I prepped up with a bit. You can see a large uh, a large can of Diet Coke here. I was gonna yell at you for uh, <laughs> trying to sell children poison by pairing it with their favorite video games. Uh, <laughs> and then as I was doing it, I was going to be sipping from this very clear can of Guinness. <laughs> nice. Uh, but I ruined the joke. <laughs> At least you explained it. And what you what yeah, you got tonight, Kev? Uh, I am currently sipping on a Kirin Ichiban beer. I don't know if you can see that. Or if it's the Ichiban stuff. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I got this at a Japanese shopping mall nearby. Um, it's been sitting in my fridge for a while, and then I thought, hey, I have an occasion to uh, go on the computer and drink it tonight. Nice. There you go. How much booze is in it? Uh, let's see None. Here. <laughs> yeah, it looks like this is uh, the Japanese O'Doul's. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's just a ginger beer. You oh, five percent. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, solid. So, is it is it like a lot of the other like is it like a dry lager? Uh, it says malt on it. I mean, it doesn't really taste like a malt, but I know. Yeah, like typically, most of the Japanese beer that I've had tends to like be dry or whatever. Mm. Like when I when I went to Japan, I just remember I forget what beer it was, but there was this. Huge billboard, and it just said like "super dry." <laughs> Asashi, was uh, it the it silver mi- cam? I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah, because they they specialize in super dry, and they sell. <laughs> I like how they even go with the gimmick of the large can as the Godzilla can, and yeah, yeah. Really, really leaning into the. They whole lean into it. Thing. Why not? <laughs> now, does Asashi like look down on over there? Like it's like the uh, Japanese like Budweiser, or I mean, uh, it not, sells not like hotcakes. Not that I remember. Yeah, Japan doesn't really have yet a good like. They uh, don't care. They just enjoy it. Well, they I'm enjoy like it because they have like they perfect like 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 when they start. They're the youngest ones in like the whiskey game, and they've like perfected it and have really expensive goddamn whiskey. Um, but like with beer right now, they're going through like what we were in the fifties and sixties. Like they just have macros, so they haven't started in the craft. But I feel like once they do, they'll perfect that shit too. Yeah, I know. They'll be able to do everything else. They did have, uh, you could get like canned sake at 7 Eleven, and it was legal mm. to just walk around and drink it. So, like, we actually, uh, this I mean, this is like a f- couple years ago at this point, but I, I called in, we did an episode of Thought Cops where I called in from Tokyo, just walking around the city at night, drinking a big can of sake. <laughs> just That's pretty awesome. Man. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've had sake like two or three times, but man, you seem. Way more legit with knowing, like, Japanese drinks and customs. Now, did you try any of the whiskeys? Because, like I said, I know that's a real big thing right now. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I, I don't remember exactly which ones I had when I was there, but... Um... Oh, so it worked. <laughs> yeah. I think the big one that's imported here mostly is, like, the Suntory one is, like, their uh, their Jameson for us. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. It's their Malort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy uh, for my one birthday bring a bottle of the Hibiki stuff, which is like, yeah, the yeah. expensive stuff. And he brought it. Was like, oh, I got this Japanese whiskey for your birthday. I thought he was giving me the bottle as a gift. He let me have two sips and then took the bottle away. I was like, oh, yeah, I was it's, like, ex it's expensive. I was like, you son of a bitch. It's not really appropriate to say I got this for your birthday and then like take it away. <laughs> yeah, that's a little fucked. Couldn't yeah, have done like a like a lot of times they do like small sampler bottles. He couldn't have done a sampler bottle. Mm -mm. Like, he just wanted to tease me, be like, "Here, try it out," and then said, "Nope." <laughs> Wait, did he did he pour the glass first before giving it to you, or did he show you the bottle and say, "I got this for you"? Like he showed he showed me the bottle. He's like, "Yeah, oh. like you try this and poured it." I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." And then, it would be one thing if you poured the glass and was like, I got this for your birthday. Like he's showing you the glass. So there's no confusion. But if he shows you the bottle and he's like, I got this for your birthday, and then yanks it away after he pours the glass. Do you still talk to this fucking piece of crap? <laughs> Not so much. Well, I mean, it, it, it kind of felt Pearl Harbor to me. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's an apt comparison. <laughs> shots, shots. It's actually, Grant, you were saying earlier about selling uh, games and booze to kids. Speaking of games, what have you been right. playing lately? Okay, um, let me think. Um, my girlfriend has not played Majora's Mask before, so we're both sort of like back and forthing it, like reading the guide because you can't you can't play Majora's Mask without a guide, like. You can play it poorly, but you can't play Majora's Mask without a guide. So we're sort of like back and forth guiding it and doing like the, we're stuck at the shooting gallery part, oh which is like, thank God for save states because I'm <sighs> too old and don't have enough time yeah. to, to do like, it's, it's so fucking. I mean, with, with the player's guide <sighs> stuff though, it's like, it's easy to forget how integral that was to gaming back in the day because right. Even, like, the NES Zelda, like, the map was a fucking, like, gray rectangle with a blinking green dot that showed around where you were. But the right. instruction manual, you'd have, like, the book, at least, you could see the map and everything. And nowadays, it's like, if a game, like, does anything like that, it's like, an, it's a, it's a counterintuitive piece of shit. <laughs> but then back in the day, it was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I have a player's guide, you know, it has more clear artwork it has all the kind all the stuff you have right. to do and then especially for majora's mask since everything happens like individual of like the territory you're in and then the time of day and then the day itself mm -hmm. it's just like you relive the game in these individual moments again and again and again and again and it's just like you collect the masks because like that's the point of the game is you collect the masks if you're not <laughs> collecting the masks what are you doing playing majora's mask you know so it's, it's like that's that's one of those games where it's like you you have to 100 percent it there's no other option there's no alternative basically um, so when she brought that up were you like oh cool i haven't played majora's mask in ages or you're like oh, okay. no i, I <laughs> it is one of my favorite games um so it it was it's one of those that i don't know if i could go back and play it myself but mm -hmm. like going through and like replaying some of it and rewatching it it is like wow i do still like really love this game and i remember a lot more than i thought that i did um so and there's Grant, as you as you recall yeah. Uh, one of the first conversations we ever had was about that game. Indeed, and <laughs> where it ranked in the uh, in the uh, 
this is how this is what we were doing at a party, by the way. Yeah. If <laughs> Ocarina was better than Majora's Mask, and I still think it, it's hard to compare, but I I like Majora's Mask a lot more. I like the the darkness mm. a little bit more. No, I was with you with that for a long time because it's always like I think Majora's a better game, but Ocarina is like a better story and like I guess you could say like better experience, but like if you want like a real like adventure where you have to really try like. Majority's a great game as far as that goes. Yeah, but then just, everything resets every like you know twenty minutes, and then you're just ripping your hair out too. Yeah, I mean, um, and obviously because there's so many different things you can do in the game, in regards to that, it's just like you get to explore every pocket of everything that happens throughout the entirety of the three days that you're playing it. Whereas like. Ocarina, I feel like, was easier just to sort of, like, blow through and do the main story. This is really, it's it's like the uh, like the B characters game or, like, the, you know, the, the B storyline game of, like, oh, now you actually have to talk to the characters and, like, see what they're, see what's up and whatever. And I feel like the, the characterization as a result was a lot stronger in Majora than it was in Ocarina because, like, in Ocarina, it's, yeah. like, most of the characters are just, like, NPCs, whatever. They yeah. they don't really have a thought going through their head. They just sit there and they say the same thing to you over and over and over again. But you can talk to the same person on three different days and get like three different responses. And it's like they have to take every single character through the progression of the world ending. And to me, that was always like a more fascinating way of like creating the world that these characters exist in you know you know what i think i'm done comparing the two because I'm, i think i'm fine both, with that <laughs> they're both like so good in their own right like you said majority right. i mean it, it, it's it's i think that the more zelda games come out the better that game looks because it is so unique right among all of them and like you said great writing great story and everything um, I mean, like, I, I usually would lean for Ocarina of Time just a little bit, only because, like, I remember the hype for Zelda 64 coming out. Like, right. Like, 3D oh, yeah. Zelda, oh my god. Like, mm -hmm. Mario 64 was good. Imagine what they're going to do with Zelda. I think easily it has better replayability, too. You know, I feel like once I was done with Ocarina, I was like, there's no more to do with this. You know, like, I'm just, I'm done, done, you know. Yeah, I, I guess like in like in terms of like the like Ocarina was like a more impactful game. Right. And I remember when I was a kid when Majora's came out, like I obviously still love it, but I remember there was a part of me where I'm like, eh, they are just reusing all the you know, most of the same character models and everything. And mm -hmm. I know that's the point, it's like an alternate universe, but right. you know, they're still reusing a lot of stuff where Ocarina was like, Boom, three D Zelda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do get the point too where it's like, oh, everything feels like more impactful and uh, Majora, because like after you beat the story, it's like, oh, I guess I'll go and uh, get all the gold skulltellas now. Hey, I have a big wallet. I already finished the game. Right, right. Thanks. And yeah, I think it's Yoshi uh, all over again. God damn it. I would. Oh yeah, yeah. They need I would Yoshi. always uh, make this comparison, and I think that it's still apt. Is that uh, the Ocarina? <laughs> the Ocarina of Time is uh, similar to the Iliad, uh, and uh, Majora is more the Odyssey. You know, and it's like. I always liked, oh, and then this one guy went off on a different adventure. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the Iliad. We all know the, the Trojans, and they had the horse, and there was a battle and whatever. But then, like, this one guy, like, you won't believe what the fuck he got himself into this time. And it's like, Way I, I more guess that's my attraction. Yeah, it's more, yep. more interesting more to personal. see that development. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But that's all wasted on Gemma because we, as we've established, he doesn't like story, and I guarantee you skip through every piece of dialogue. I barely know how to read at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, no. Jay! In the Odyssey, it's like, oh, can you put this in terms of Family Guy to Simpsons for me? Oh, oh, yeah. Listen to our show too much, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, bleeding over too much. Poison onion. So, yeah, nice. um, been playing Majora's Mask. Um, also been playing New Pokemon. Uh, the Legends of Ar- Ar- Arcane, the Legend, Arceus or Legend of there? Zelda. Um, you've been playing they just kind of throw letters together at this point. And they're like, ah, oh, they'll figure it out. Yeah, whatever. You run out of words. Um, and then downloaded the the demo to the new Kirby game. Uh, that oh, seems yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then been doing uh, been like going back into Mario Kart because they released like two new levels for Mario Kart, and they're going to be releasing new levels through like 2023, yeah. I guess, or something. I, I've been playing. I've been playing those too. Yeah. So and I, I have some thoughts on it. I I feel like they like they're still fun. I like what they did. Like I like how some of the tracks you can like. Have you have you guys played it yet? I haven't played the new tracks yet. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, like I mean, they're cool. Some of them are cool. Like you know, like you can go through and like like the, each lap is a different route basically, and it's like oh that's you know that's new. Uh, but they are just kind of like uh, high res ports of like Mario Kart Tour more or less, mm-hmm. like the, the mobile game. Right. And if you ever see like side by side between like the the tracks from the ba- like the base game and then the new, the new stuff, like it's like two different art styles and like the graphics and the dlc don't look very good in comparison i know it's like you're just driving by it but you know it's just like why like when you have the assets already in the game why are you opting out for like cheaper looking stuff Hmm. it's more levels i'm having fun with like i don't know it's mario kart i I figured you would say that but like but didn't they guess, say like they're basically they're reusing all of, like any game all their old games like I don't yeah, think that's they, always been Mario Kart yeah but yeah, like no. all, that's Nintendo all... they recycle yeah. their old shit they put a little bit of paint on it and yeah like they're gonna have people like so people like Grant will be like hey it's just fun to play new levels but it's like because what was it twenty five bucks for all of them well I guess well that's the thing it's, it's free if, it's, it's packed free if in with the... the expansion pack yeah oh okay. Yeah. So oh, it's really? like if like I yeah. didn't pay anything extra for it, so I'm like whatever, you know. But yeah, like my guess is like they are working on like the next Mario Kart for like whatever's gonna come after the Switch, and because it's like you know we didn't get a new Mario Kart on Switch, we just have this one that was on the Wii U with like extra shit, mm-hmm. and not even extra shit. It was just the DLC from the Wii U. They're like, well, we'll just put this out on Switch for now, and then we'll come out with a new one whenever the next thing comes out which i mean i'm honestly fine with you know it's i like, like that I said, yeah i like that model of like you take a game and you go it's this is the game like, sort of like what they did with smash bros it's like instead of doing too many oops too many smash oops all smash bros uh <laughs> they're just like we got the one smash bros game and we're just gonna keep like Here's a new character. Here's a new character. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> you know, they're doing that now with Mario yeah, Kart, and it's just like, okay, yes, well, now when, I'm, now when I'm playing it, you know, uh, like at a party of people, I can go, oh, look, four new tracks. Let's play these instead of the old ones that we all know. Yeah. I mean, like, I would say, like, the Smash DLC was, like, a lot more, like, there's, I felt like there was more love put into it. 
But, I mean, yeah, I, I'm also going to be the guy at the party who's like, do you see how the grass looks in the new levels? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I kind of just want to hang out and have fun. Yeah, right. Because that was like a big argument among like all the Twitter gaming for, you know, like anything else on Twitter for like two mm-hmm. days and then no one cared anymore. Where it's like, oh, this is bullshit. They're giving us just tracks and not giving us a new game. And it's like, well, they are giving you 50 tracks for 25 yeah. bucks. So. Or for, for free if you're already paying for it. So, right. You know, it's mm. technically free. <laughs> it's like one of those things it. it's like one of those things too with like uh the pokemon legend of zelda where it's like so many people were coming oh like the the graphics are whatever and it, it's like yeah that's a fair like it doesn't look as good as it can but it's like man this is the best pokemon game that's come out in like i don't know i want to say like 20 years like yeah no that game that game gets know? too much shit like honestly I don't even think it looks that bad because like it, it looks has fine. this sort of like watercolor art style. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like because of the art style, they can kind of get away with like, you know, I don't know. Some of the stuff people point out where they're like, well, look at, you know, pe- the, the people always put out the trees in these games, you know, right. the trees and the shading. And it's like, it's valid criticism, but it's also like, you know, it's it just feels like, like overly nitpicky to the point where it's just like dragging me down. And it's like, this is the most fun I've had playing Pokemon yeah, since yeah. I was like, since it was like 2001 and I was on my friend's tire swing on the front yard, like beating the Elite Four in Gen or like when when you cross the bridge from Johto to Kanto and you're like, holy shit. There's you can do the old game too in this game. Like yeah, I haven't really cared for the franchise like since Gen Two. And it's like this is actually good. Like I actually enjoy this. Like I like the mechanics. It like it feels good. The idea that they're going to continue making mainline Pokemon games that might not be like this makes me sad. It you know, disappoints it like me. They actually they in my in my opinion too soon revealed the next one. Right. And, like, it looks like it's actually, they said it's supposed to be, like, even more open world than Arceus is, which is, I'm like, hoping why, so. Like, this game's been out for, like, a month. Like, why would you, like... <laughs> yeah, they, like, shit out two games in, like, a year, basically. Like, yeah, like, like back because, to back out of nowhere. Yeah, it's going to be more of, like, a traditional one where it's that there's towns and gyms and stuff, but all of the towns and gyms and everything are all going to be interconnected. And, like, mm. all the stuff in, like, the, the, the fields and routes and stuff looks exactly like Arceus, where there's, like, Psyducks in the grass and stuff, and... So it seems like, I hope I mean, that they like keep the mechanic of like you don't have to battle to throw out a pokeball because I love that. Like oh, yeah, there's yeah. so much mm-hmm. more you can do with that and so many different ways that you could never do before because it was very just like and it made sense when it was on the original Game Boy or the Game Boy Color that like hey, we only have so much so much space in these like fucking cartridges. Mm-hmm. Uh let's like just pack it as densely as we can so it's like you can't really do certain things like that but it's like it's 2022 you should be able to maybe like do things a little you can color outside the lines a little bit you know yeah i'll Mm -hmm. battle if i have to but like right some of the most fun i had playing that game was finding out all the ways i could avoid battling when i would find a pokemon like okay like i found like one i was looking for for a long time and i'm like oh shit like i I get in the grass i throw a berry (laughs) I time the ball just right to hit it in the direct center. You throw of a path. mud at them. Yeah. <laughs> I love mud. the videos of like someone just sees a, a Gyarados flying in the air and they just like throw the ball and catch it. And it's just like a million yards away. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's awesome. And like, it seems like anyone I know who actually played it friggin' loved it. But then it's everyone else is just bitching about the graphics. It's like, you're not buying it anyway, are you? It's like, no. 
It's like, yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. Like, it's like I don't think anything's like above criticism. Right. But, uh, and I do want to say, yeah, outside of that, I like I said, I've been playing the Mario Kart levels. I have also um, recently given Dark Souls another chance. Uh, mm. I started playing. I I picked doing the, the rings. Uh, no, not yet. I actually, I, I, it was sort of an anticipation for it because Elden Ring does look like a lot of fun, but I'm like, I have Dark Souls. I haven't played it, in a, you know, because I played it in, the, like, when I first played it, it was under the worst possible circumstances. It was, like, on my, you know, I said, like, I flew to Japan a couple of years ago, and it was, like, my, I brought that game, like, oh, I'll play it on the plane, you know? And, like, my flight got delayed, like, 10 hours, so I was just, like, sitting around the airport, pissed off all day. <laughs> I finally, I finally get on the plane to Japan, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll play Switch for a bit. I take out Dark Souls, and it's like I keep dying over and over. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this Fuck game. This game. <laughs> and, like, I didn't go back to it for a long time because, like I said, it was worst possible circumstances to try it under. But uh, I gave it another chance recently, and uh, it definitely clicked with me a lot more this time. Like, the whole, like, you know, die, repeat, die, repeat thing, like, kind of turned me off because, like Grant was saying, it's like, you know, it is hard to find – uh all the time in the world to like play these games you know mm -hmm. and repeating the same segments over and over didn't sound appealing but... it's hard being above the age of 30 and playing video games <laughs> like it really is you know but i mean that being said though like i found like i figured out the whole like level up system where you can kind of like keep going back to the bonfire like level this up level that up mm -hmm. and also like you're not only learning strategies but also like buffing your character up and it felt like I was like excited to do a run each time because I was like, well, I'll try this next time, and well, I have better stats now, and I'll try that, you know. So I, I've definitely been enjoying that. I would be lying if I said uh, I wasn't having a little bit of FOMO because, like, I do see people playing Elden Ring, and I'm like, that does look like it might be a little more fun. <laughs> um, not that I'm not enjoying Dark Souls, but uh, that's just like blowing up our gaming channel on our Discord right now. It's yeah. just like nobody mm -hmm. else is talking about anything, and you hit gaming, and it's just like. 10 days worth of text in an hour nobody's talking about the switch got folders are you kidding me <laughs> you just told us before this and i don't know how there's like no news about this coming out it's just mm. one of those things that nintendo does we're like oh, oh we're just it, dropping like, this thing yeah it just happened like right before we started recording and then yeah it's just like i it's i don't know it's whatever <laughs> it's i mean folder. it's cool it's you know it's six years late but it's a nice thing to have now yeah yeah oh yeah the, the switch well yeah would it come out like i think yeah five years ago this month right I is, think so. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember like vividly. I'm, I remember like leading up to the switch coming out. I was like, man, I hope this is good because I don't think they're gonna last if they fuck up this. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember yeah, being drunk at a Halloween party and Kevin handed me uh, Mario Odyssey and was like, dude, you gotta play oh this. God, you gotta I get this. That. And I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing right now <laughs> and he was like no it's look you can you throw your hat and you jump on the hat and i was like which button is the hat one <laughs> and it no, all dude, works it's, out it's super mario 64 with a hat yeah yeah you so know the no. hat that you wear now you can ride it like a surfboard yeah finally and jump on it like a trampoline i didn't need to go back and finish that one day but I'm actually right there with you with, like, having no patience at this point in my mid-30s with hard games. Because the only game I tried to get around to this week was, like, Mega Man on the original Game Boy. And oh, wow. Just, just to fucking... Because I haven't had any goddamn time to, like, sit down with more of Elden Ring. So 
I'm like, all right, I'm like, you know, taking a lunch break or a poop break at work or something like that. Let me sneak a Game Boy in there. And I'm just like, Mega Man's a series that I've never clicked with. And I'm like, all right, this is the time. This is the time I'm going to sit down and play it and not rage quit after the first level. And but then on I rage the quit Game after the first Boy level. of all? Yeah, that's a strange Yeah, that's choice. rough. It's like, you picked... The... It's part of the backlog. It's... But it, but that's like such a... It's like a yeah. spinoff, like probably not made by the main team. Yeah, like it's not... I it's... think you're right on that. Yeah, it's it's not going to be representative. Like, if you want to get into Mega Man, just, just go NES. I've point. tried that too, and I always keep dying, so... And even well, like, like Grant was uh, saying though, with like the yeah. save states though, like that is like a godsend of like being right. a being a gamer over your thirties because <laughs> mm-hmm. like stuff it's like, like that, it's like depends for people over seventy. Exactly, I can mm-hmm. shit myself. I, <laughs> right. I can shit myself, and I can turn off the random encounters in Final Fantasy. It's a, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, that's really all the gaming I got just, to do. The, just... fo- the FOMO's hitting me real hard with Elden Ring because I have it sitting there, and I'm like six hours in, but. That's like barely scraping the surface of anything in that game. Mm-mm. So that's going to take me like a year and a half to finish off. Oh, yeah. 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 Even yeah somewhat, I... somewhat recently, I was like playing through Mega Man X and I, I like never played most of them. I like would dabble in them and just be like, this is too hard. I quit. And Mega mm-hmm. Man X even still is like easier, but it's still one of those things where it's like died, start over. You died too much to start over. You died too much to start over. And it's like, man, I. <laughs> If I was, you know, 15 years younger, I would love this game, and I'm not, and I just, I don't know how much of it I can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I just finished God of War, and I, I, I said that that new game, amazing-ass game, wasn't hard at all. Like, I got through the whole game maybe only dying twice. The PS4 but, God of War? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jim and I both got PS5s. So, uh, night, it was nice cause they, it updates to PS5, like automatically 4k, all that shit. Um, like I said, game was by far the best God of war game. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. And, uh, I did that like special Valkyrie fight, like where you find all the Valkyrie things. And then there's like a s- secret hidden boss, uh, not yeah. even exaggerating must've died 40 times and then like i decided to stream my attempt and it still took me like 10 times i finally got it but like i closed a chapter on that game loved it and now like uh, like jim i'm trying to go through a backlog so i'm going through witcher 3 which is a game that's gonna take forever but like yeah this past week has just been like one of those because it's finally been nice out i was like all right i need to be outside like i can't (laughs) like it's been so shitty weather wise i was like i can't just yeah take your games outside Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been it's been slow going. Uh, Jim and I, like I said, we've been doing our updates for our level fifty club, and first two months we banged out a ton of games. This month, if I get through three, it would be, it'd be it, uh, unless I do like simple little cheat games. I'll call it. Yeah, what yeah. I do when we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Jim's like, oh, look at all these Game Boy games are half an hour long. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> they were all new to me. Yeah, okay. half hour if you don't die. Yeah, exactly. No, but uh, speaking of, so thank you everyone who has been joining our Discord. I have updated our Level 50 Club, so make sure you click that link below. And as we said, every episode, uh, our patrons especially have been blowing that thing up. So thank you guys. Keep participating. And this week, Jim, I know we got some questions in. Um, I do want to say thank you once again. We did have another new patron join us. Uh do you remember the name? I, th- I don't think we did. I think we, we did. We shouted him out last time. Did we? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, because I got someone else who 
said on Thursday they did, but. Oh, I'll have to double check that. Then. Yeah. But no, uh, what do we got this week for questions? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer it on each and every single one of these Power Era podcasts. So, first up from Eric Lewacki, most memorable treasure item in a game. Huh. Most memorable treasure item. That is a good question. You know, define treasure. I'll go like, there's. Like, Item, weapon, whatever. Anything I, you I, like I, had, I, I had one pop into my head immediately. It was um, Super Mario RPG. I think it was called the Noko Noko Shell. Let me see hmm. here. Uh, Mario RPG Noko. Yeah, because it was like an item, I think, for Mario or something. But it was like this big, like this huge Koopa shell you could like use to like jump on and like it would kind of replicate that like Mario Bros. One Infinite Lives thing where you keep jumping on this thing over and over, and, like kicking mm. this huge like shell into the enemy, and it was like the it was like the the ultimate weapon in the game where like you gotta have this if you fight the last boss. I, mm. I think it was called the Noko Noko shell. I could be wrong, but I remember there was something like some hidden item like that in Mario RPG that was uh, very difficult to find. The lazy shell. It was the lazy shell. I think. Lazy shell. Nice. Yeah, yeah Mario's you? ultimate weapon. The lazy shell. What about you, Grant? What you got? Uh, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything uh, that's not Majora's Mask right now. So, uh, <laughs> I, favorite I mask? I always thought that like the fierce deity mask. Well, I know people say that like it it kind of nerfs the final boss battle. Like. I still think it was like a, a cool conceptual idea that it was like, you know, the this ancient god of like Majora versus like this other ancient god and they're doing like this epic like end of times battle thing. Like I always liked that. And then they never put the fierce deity mask in any other game. Like there's no more information about it. It was just like you just get this for this one time and no other time. And I always like that idea that it's like you collect all the masks and then at the end you trade in all the masks for like the ultimate mask. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't mind the final boss being easy when I thought about all the shit I had to go through to get the couple's yeah. mask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to like cut through you like hot butter. I don't give it's a It's a little reward. Yeah. And he gets that yeah. cool fucking like double helix sword. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I finally beat Majora's Mask, like, I had to do what you did and go with a fucking guide. But by the time I got to, like, the final boss just to fight Majora, I was like, oh, I'm missing a couple masks. Whatever, it doesn't matter, I'm still here. So I, like, plowed, like, I think I died, like, 30 times or something before I finally got through it. But then, like, I find out, like, you know, I hear five years later, it's like, oh, if you just, you know, looked for everything, you would have this thing that would have been super cool and looked awesome with, like, triple swords and you would have won in five minutes. It's like, ah, great. Story of your life, Jim. Yeah, yeah. There was no sense of accomplishment there. There was just a sense of, oh, I should have read the dialogue more. Well, you know, I like I've never like like I've played that game through maybe like three or four times, and I feel like I never don't get all the masks. And I've never, I, I now I'm thinking about it. I've never fought the last boss without it being like just a easy slugfest, you know. Mm -hmm. But I also nice. like I I when I play it, I'm like, well, I need to have all the masks, you know. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. Not get them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about you, Jambers? Ah, uh, fuck. I'm having a tough time thinking of anything. Like, the first thing that popped in my head was, like, Rogue Squadron on the N64. 
just when you finally like come across that power up that lets you like have homing torpedoes because until you have that like you have to be dead on accurate with everything hmm. so just that little quality of life improve it's one of those things where it's like it's a little improvement but it just makes the game a billion so times much more better. playable yeah no yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. That, to say a treasure, it's tough because I, I thought a three weapon. When we now that we're converting it to weapons, I know my three probably favorite weapons in video games is so easy. Mega Man Two, the Metal Man getting his blades made that game so much more easy because you could just blast through it. And as we all talked about how hard Mega Man is, that made it like, oh, this isn't as ridiculous. Do you do you have like a preferred route for that game? Because I know it's you can kind of do it in any order, right? It's been a you while. You can't since like I've... you're supposed to basically like this one beats this one. Right. I find mm. if you go to Metal Man, you beat him, you get those blades. It doesn't matter after that. But like I think he gets beat if you do like Leaf Man or whatever the fuck. But like no, I'm like yeah, I'm getting these blades and then I'm blasting through all of them. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. And then, as a as someone who loved the COD zombie mode, getting the ray gun was always a fun thing. Like in the little box, like it was a, it was a random thing. It's like the super weapon, and that was always the one. Like you'd be so jealous if your buddy got it because it's completely random. You have no say. So getting it was huge. Um, but the last one, and one I know, Jim, you love just as much, in Fallout Three, getting the syringer. Oh God, yeah. <clears throat> in that game, like, and I don't know if you guys ever played it, but in Fallout Three, like. There's plenty of really tough enemies and a lot of cool weapons, like the mini nuke shooter. It was called the, uh, the Fat Boy. Fat Boy. It, it, like, that's cool, but, like, it was never, like, I'm not really going to use this. This gun, the Syringer, was like, when you finally found it, it would basically help you paralyze your enemies. And you, you could paralyze these giant things called behemoths. It was way easy to abuse, but it was so ridiculous, like, taking down the most powerful enemies and having them be paralyzed and you just go over and, like, nut punch them or whatever. Like, it was ridiculous. So things like that that make the game just really ludicrous, I'm always for. So, yeah, I, I, I like all those. All right, next up from Michael Soto. Do you think more open-world games should follow Bethesda's lead and allow mods as well as community creations? I know for me it's added a lot to Skyrim and give me a reason to come back again. Yes, I bought it. Let me do what the fuck I want with it. I sure. I, I, it's like I don't. Why would anyone be against it? Is yeah. my question. Like I, I'm trying to think. Like, what would be the good reason to say like studios I would say, like, copyright? That's the only thing I can think is like the, yeah, the no like, fun a, people. Yeah, as a gamer, like especially if if you don't have a PC, the fact that Bethesda did it on consoles, like. That was so, yeah. I went back to Skyrim. I went back to Fallout Four because, like, oh, you can run these ridiculous mods. Like, if Nintendo was even kind of cool, and could you imagine how much more fun going back to Nintendo games and if they had mods enabled for them? Like, that would be insane. That reminds me of all those ROM hacks I used to look up um, for like Mario Bros. Two back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's like some of the most offensive shit you could ever think of. Like, <laughs> oh, whoa, you could do that, Nick. You know, that's but, like, why they don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you're probably right. Uh, but I, I tend to like I, I tend to personally personally lean more towards like a, like a chef's choice kind of situation when it comes to video games, where it's like you you tell me what's good, you make it the way you want to. You know, you are yeah. the artist here. Yeah. Uh, you set it up for me. That being said, like I don't know that there's really a case to be said where like they shouldn't be accessible. You know. Right. Yeah. No, I mean I think play the game like you're saying. It, mods to me shouldn't be if you boot up a game and have never played it and you do it with a bunch of mods that's silly to me 
but like it opens yeah. up mm-hmm. almost unlimited replayability if you that is true have it so like like you're go grant you're going through majora's mask after you beat it if there was all of a sudden like an interesting mod to like change every location of the mask or alter powers or something like that then you may actually want to go back and be like oh this is this is interesting gives gold yeah tits. maybe i also <laughs> feel it, like once once i'm done with uh and this is my problem with a lot of games is like mm. once i've completed the main story i'm just like there's other stuff I got to be playing, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't like sticking around too, too much. There's always games that I'll like go back to and whatever, but it's like once I've completed everything, like that's why it took me however long it took me to finish playing Breath of the Wild is because I knew if, if I just go to the castle and I beat it, I will never do anything else in this game so it's yeah. like let me just get all the shrines let me get all the outfits let me do all the quests let me do this let me do this and there's a million things and it took me forever but i knew if i'd skipped some of those things then i would be missing out on some of the smaller intricate aspects of the game so it's like i don't really want to just like blow through it so let me take yeah. my time with it and stuff do like you, that do you feel like you know, with that mentality you're less inclined Yes. Who want to yes. play open world games? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like games in general. It's like I do I feel like me as a person, I also have a issue with like perfectionism and completionism and stuff like that. And that in and of itself ruins the enjoyment of a lot of things when you have to I gotta check the fucking box. I gotta check the box. Like yeah. you know, and it's like I I wish to be not like that, but I also know like when it comes time and I beat something it's like i'm done i want to move on to the next thing you know mm. now i'm right there with you okay you might get lucky and then when the next pandemic hits that could be your next twitch game to spend a year on i'm <laughs> hoping so <laughs> uh next up from burn retinas what's the greatest beta console dev kit or device that didn't become the final design what i wanted the ps3 <laughs> so like uh when they first like start designing systems and shit like that i uh-huh. have all these wacky designs so basically, what's your like favorite one that never actually happened? So like he wanted like the PS3 when like remember when they would show pictures of it being like a giant looking boomerang for the controller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like his is like the boomerang controller that we never got. He's like he's like yeah, it looks awful, but I'll take that just for the lulls. Hmm. Yeah, I would say like I guess it's not a major thing; it's just more of a name thing. But the uh, Ultra Famicom, which was uh, supposed to be the name for the N64. Because, you know, it was like Famicom, Super Famicom, mm. and then yep. Ultra Famicom. And that was Ultra 64, too, right? Yeah, here it was going to be called Ultra 64. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, because it was branded like that like for a while, and all of a sudden they're like, eh, let's just call it Nintendo 64. <laughs> let's not make it confusing. Yeah. Gamers are dumb. You can't overcomplicate these things. But Although, that's, 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 that's true, though. I mean, look at how the Wii U struggled. How many people thought that was like just a Wii thing, you know? Right. Expansion, yeah. Mm-hmm. That logo, right. though, the N64 logo, is one of the greatest logos of all time. Yeah, right Hands next to down. the Monster Energy M. Exactly. I have, both, <laughs> I have both of those tattooed on my body. Um, I also liked the name uh, when they were going to come out with the Wii, and they were like, uh, we're releasing a new system called the Nintendo Revolution. Yes. And I was like, holy yep. shit, this is going to change everything. And they're like... And it's called the Wii. And I was like, what the fuck is the like, Wii? Why did they do <laughs> why that? Why did you do that? They were like, for a year or two, it was like Nintendo Revolution, Nintendo Revolution. And then all of a sudden it was like, it's oh, going to change called... the gaming world forever. It's the Revolution. 
<laughs> I mean, in hindsight, like it would be kind of strange. Like the that's the revolution. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, Play, playing bowling, it's like, oh my god, I'm changing the world right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is just Fuck, what Marx wrote about. Yeah, right. I think anyway. mine would be what do you call it? Like I remember when the Xbox was in development, like the original one. Mm-hmm. One of the designs was like an actual like it was shaped like an X, and it would stand oh, up. Oh yeah, basically I saw like, oh, yeah, this yeah. Big. That's it's like pretty the size cool, of like yeah. a gaming PC now. It was just like it was gaudy as hell, but God, do I want that gaudy bastard? <laughs> yeah, and I have I, this. Honestly, I I don't. I mean, I feel like everything I saw, I'm glad they didn't go with. Yeah. So I don't. Unfortunately, I I don't have a good answer for this one. You didn't you want know, the switch you know, that was just a touch screen with uh, the two nubs on it. Dude, I, I was looking at some of the like somebody was posting the original like uh, the switch leaks or the NX leaks where it's like it's gonna look like this, and it was just this oval like. Mm-hmm. touch screen yeah. with two nubs and it's like everybody's like oh that sucks mm-hmm. and it was like oh that's not at all where the fuck did you find this <laughs> yeah now I'm yeah like I said I, I ain't got nothing good there so nah that's fine you, you don't waste as much time on gaming twitter as I do because you lead a healthy normal life <laughs> unlike, unlike me I, mean, I feel like a lot of these came from like gaming magazine rumors back in the day you know where it's like oh did yeah you, mm-hmm. did you hear you know yeah did you know did you <laughs> And last up from Game Whisperer Dean, any EverDrive drama this week? Oh, yes, there is, and we will be getting that. But I'll be first up after we come back. But no, that'll wrap up the Patreon questions for this week. So thank you to everyone for the support, as always. If you're new to the page, please head on over to Patreon. Check out the tiers. You can get game review requests, uh, bonus episodes. You can use us to be your billboard for your content, all kinds of good stuff. And also, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please head over there. Leave a five-star review. Feel free to bash us. We'll read whatever five-star review you throw up there. And, of course, check out the links to all of our socials and our new Discord. That's starting to take off. So, please, anything you can do to help. Yeah, thank you, guys. Truly, truly appreciate it. Good questions, too. All right. So, we got two new beers on our side. Uh, Jim, um, when you try out, I had grabbed a whole bunch of Irish beers last weekend. So, we're going with Fathead That's right. The good old Emerald Isle. And this is Fathead St. Fatty's Irish Style Red Ale. Um, Fathead is a local brewery to us. I don't know if you guys get them out there. Uh, I've never seen it. We yeah. got some Fatheads in Chicago, and I'm not <laughs> talking about the brand of beer. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. But, yeah, it's a nice. No, I've never heard of it. It's, it. it's pretty damn good. I will say that. And I like a lot of the stuff from their brewery. So, yeah, figured. Mix it up, go from Guinness, try a few others. But uh, are you guys sticking with the same originals? How's the Guinness treating you, Grant? I ran out of Guinness, so now I'm drinking Diet Coke because I have no more beer in my fridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently drinking my last beer as well. Again, Kirin Ichiban. Going down smooth, I take it? Yep. Nice. Every time we have a guest, it seems like I have a problem because it's like, oh, I'm on beer five. What about you guys? They're like, <laughs> no, I'm still just, you know, sipping this one. It's like... I don't know. I I've had some moments the the past couple like years or so where it's just like I just I don't know if I want to be drinking as much as I have been, you know. Yeah, same here. It's just like I you you get to a point where it's like the more I do it, the more it's just like I don't I don't know if I want to <laughs> just keep doing this for forever, you know, like or like you try and find like you know, like maybe not so much in the middle of the week and maybe on the weekend, like, you know, find like an event to do it at, go to a party, go, go out somewhere, like do that then, you know, and even still like sort of like, you know, as long as you're not saying the excuse of I'm bored, 
That's when yeah. it's like, uh oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's five o'clock. Time to start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? So what Clock else in. we got today, Chambers? All right. So actually, going back to Dean's question about EverDrive drama. So, guys, I, you're all gamers here. Now I know we've okay. all probably dabbled in a EverDrive here or there. What? Or, I, no, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. I you don't know what, what this is. is. All right. So EverDrive for those who don't know. It's perfect. Uh, it's basically, it'll be the size of a cartridge for whatever system that you want. And it's basically a big-ass flash cart. So oh, okay. you can put an SD card in there, and you can load all the ROMs that you want for a system's oh, library yeah, I, on Oh, there. wow. I, I just I got it pulled up here. I'm surprised yeah. I've That's never cool. seen this before. Yeah, so That's these good. things are yeah. a fucking godsend. Especially in today's day and age where, thanks to, you know, COVID and World, World Wars and, you know, shit like that, the prices for rebuying your childhood have just gone through the roof. So if you don't want to just use a straight-up emulator on a computer, want to pop something into a controller, use the N64 controller yourself, you know, whether or not you love it, that's no a whole different do that. <clears throat> but go on. But yeah, so basically, Chris... You know, I'll, I got to disagree with you because Majora's Mask not with the N64 controller has been, like, fucking doing one of these to my fucking head. Like, it's... <laughs> So bad without the N sixty four controller. I've come to really appreciate the N sixty four. Like it's not one of the better Last ones, <laughs> but like they had the controller and they made the games around the controller. And if you take the controller away, like man, the those games, games do not yeah. fucking play the same. Oh, dude, StarCraft sixty four, my favorite game of all time. The three DS remake. It looks nice, but I can't fucking play it. It just it breaks my brain. Like I can't translate that much. Where's my Z trigger? I need my button. But yeah, so Chris is the guy who basically invented EverDrives for the most part. So he's a huge name, like hugely important to the whole retro scene. And unfortunately for him, he's from the Ukraine in this day and age. So no. he put up a big uh, he put up a big story. You know, like you know, once it all started going down, everyone's like, "Oh shit, Chris, are you okay?" And you know, worry about conscription, just all the other shit going on. So, luckily, he put up a tweet, basically, where it's like, oh, all right, we made it out, my family made it out, I have dual citizenship in Spain, so, you know, we got lucky, we finally made it. So, everyone's like, great, fucking awesome. Except for one account. So, Terra Onion. Oh, no. So, Terra Onion decided to respond, and I'll tell them, I'll say what they said first, and I'll tell you who they are. I was going to say, I, do, I don't know who they are, but... So, they wrote, glad you're safe in Spain, welcome to socialism! If anyone wonders how no. he got this green card, in Spain, if you buy a house that's more than 500k euros, you get a green card without any other requisites. Terra Onion is a competing EverDrive brand, basically. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, wow. I was going to say, that's like a real pick-your-battle situation, but if it's, you know, I guess if it's I, over your... I, I, I don't love care, people like, using World War for clout for their shitty fucking business. That's cool. That's the thing I can't, like... What in his brain said... This is the time to write that. Like, it, I, 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 not knowing Terra Onion. It, okay, so, so yeah, like they make like they they kind of do what Chris does, but like they like they they make some decent products, but they're also like a hundred bucks more expensive than anything Chris ever made. The so only like the thing I can Mega think SG or the Super SD System Three for the Turbo Graphics. So I'm in a real small crowd there. The or all the modes that you can just pop into a, like a Saturn or a P PlayStation at this point. The only thing that would make sense, are they Russian? No, I don't. I actually fucking forget. what. I, oh, you know what? Actually, someone... Or are they Spanish? Yeah, like, they, I just don't get like... They're from Andorra, and someone made the point in one of these threads, because, you know, once you put your foot in the mouth, then it's all hell breaks loose. 
Andorra, they actually moved their company to there from Spain, I think, to avoid taxes. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but but here's the deal. Like, he doesn't see whatever the intent was of that. He didn't see how bad of a look that it like. There was no part of that that went like this could really backfire and probably not be a good like. Oh no, it keeps going. So someone basically, what do you call it? Said going back to the Andorra thing. Like, was was like, why the hell would you say that? Like, can't you just be lady safe? And they go on to be like, we've been paying our taxes in Spain for years with a dishonest competitor that's doing all the fake custom declarations while shipping to Europe. That's a millionaire tax fraud in an unfair competition. But people just care about tweets. I'm trying to you wrap can, my head around that. Yeah, and then again, they, it's, they kept going on, and yeah, then he basically made it an apology tweet where he's like, ah, sorry, I had a bad day. You know, my wife is on my ass, basically. Like, yeah, blame, blame your wife. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's... And let me guess, his uh, his dog also ate his home. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, like, anything else, and we're, we all have Discords here. Actually, the reason I didn't want a Discord for the longest time is because it's, like, every leak that ever ruins anyone always comes from a fucking Discord. Because mm-hmm. people think just because yep, you have, like, a little yep. friend group in there, like, you can say whatever you want, and no one will ever leak nope. it. Nope. That doesn't happen. Jim, you've been saying whatever you want on Twitter plenty, so... That is true. So, yeah, see, if you're a scumbag in public, no one ever thinks better of you, and then you can never be taken down. <laughs> Damn, that's how it works. But it's like, yeah, so apparently his name's Alex, and he's like, yes, you can beat socialism with 500 euros and tell stories about how you suffered in war so people think you're a hero. So that's yeah. what he was talking about in Discord. I, wow. It sound like that to me. I mean, it. I, I also feel like more and more within like a cultural and political sphere that like you can just do and say things that would otherwise in previous eras be controversial and like needlessly assholish and like get more of a following because of it you know mm-hmm. like i don't know like for me to be like yeah that's a bad look or whatever it's like maybe it's not i don't i don't know i i think that you're a dick mm-hmm. but you know i don't i don't know if everybody else does but yeah did it get them a whole bunch more is it like our trolls out there and shit posters like oh that's kind of funny i'm gonna follow this guy for more i mean so yeah yeah. yeah it's based <laughs> it's red pilled all the shit jim now says the goddamn way <laughs> you're talking hey TLDR. Wait, TLDR. It's like, God, yeah, I can, fucking uh, hate when you do. I've been on you the can internet just be, too much. It's poisoned me. You can just be talking about a video game system and someone goes, let me tell you guys about socialism. And people go, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Bait, like, just, oh, man, I'm so fucking, I'm so tired of, like, the culture war. Like, it's so yeah, fucking yeah. in. And it's just, it's just nonstop. It's like ever since I was a fucking like child, and it's like oh, there's a war on Christmas, and you're like, I are they throwing bombs at elves? Like, what are you talking about? There's a war on Christmas, and it's like, no, now there's cancel culture, and it's like, man, I don't know what any of this is, and I'm tired of hearing about it, and I can't wait to see what the next thing is that mm-hmm. ever. Now, now the thing that people are pointing about this this article that came out, where people are like, uh, it's like a Vice article or a Business Insider or something, one of those, 
uh, that it's like, what is radical monogamy? And it's just like, not everything needs to be this like rebranding <laughs> of monogamy. just the yeah, thing that everybody brand. does. <laughs> Put this the doc. this Put thought cops the word of the week is radical monogamy. It's when it's it. when you're monogamous, but you're more punk rock about it. <laughs> Conservatism is the new punk rock, and so is radical monogamy. Oh, Jesus, wow! I guess so, just so everything. Shiro's the new Sid Vicious, basically. Yeah, I yeah. well, and Sid Vicious is like a is... MAGA guy, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah. It all, really? it all, t- he is, yeah. It all ties Wait, together. Dan it's all. guy is a fucking guy like that now too. Everyone, what, just... which oh, that was not, not Jello card for twenty twenty two. Not Jello. Some of some of the other guys maybe, but not not Jello oh, Biafra. That, that's right. Yeah, I think he like left them, and then like everyone else yeah, he, like stayed with the name. That's right. You're, yeah, yeah. Just, they're they're all bad dudes. I love this this need to. Everything has to have a label, an identification, a, a thing. And radical monogamy, that is, whew, that is a... Uh, yeah. Whew. I can't wait to have a monogamous as fuck t-shirt. I'm sure that's already being sold by... Uh, monogamous AF. <laughs> it's probably at Target right now. Oh, you know, yeah, somebody's going to have a t-shirt. It's at Kohl's right, right next to the t-shirt that says, uh, sarcasm is my second language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Right next to Live, Laugh, Love. Yeah. I, I, I have enough of those in my house. Yeah, I know, that. Jim. Oh, I know. I'm fully aware. I, I have so many of those goddamn stickers. Wait, wait why, are not, why, are the, why are those not in the background? I'm like, wait. Yeah, is bro. It, I'm like, wait, is this where we eat? It says eat, eat well. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. Yeah. Oh, this is where we shit. Yep. Don't forget to wipe. So, yeah. Uh, lucky for us, the culture all, war. Yeah. All employees must wash hands. Yeah. So I'm glad God. we live in a world where the culture war hit the world of I mean, drive emulation, things you plug in. Thank God. I was yeah. waiting. I was... It just, and at least, I love I love I love to learn about a new thing and then learn that it's all... <laughs> it's also been up. ruined. Everything yeah. new that you might like is also ruined. Now, let me ask you guys. So on something like this... Would you have preferred how he handled it, which was eventually come out and he, did give, well, he gave an apology for whatever, <laughs> or would you rather him double down just be like, no, fuck that guy. He's our competitor. Like, uh, what is I, the I mean, it, obviously you don't want to see somebody giving someone shit for trying to escape. A I country was war, my, yeah, but, but I'm the, saying you're not going to let me have that loophole. <laughs> I'll do you double down. Uh, no, you'll yeah. do <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I gotta say it. Uh, based AF, blame, blame the wife. You know. Yeah, that's that's uh, radical monogamy at its finest. <laughs> exactly. Blame your yeah. wife on your emotional outburst. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan. I know people people go, oh, if you never apologize, they win. They win when you apologize. But I also think like if oh, you're you don't have to mean it. If you're a <laughs> shitty person, I I do think if you're a shitty person and if you do something shitty, one, you should realize why what you did is shitty, and that's where like a lot of times like a celebrity does something and they get canceled, right? And and. They like immediately do an apology. They're just like, "Oh, I, oops, I I slipped. Uh, I I slipped on some Legos that were on the floor, and I accidentally said the N word. I'm sorry, everybody." <laughs> and it's like, but you don't just like you don't just go from A to B with a lot of these things because it's like a lot of times it's like you say something that's like offensive to somebody, and a lot of times they don't even like 
really realize why it's offensive or anything like that. And then they give this apology that's just like, I'm sorry everyone was hurt. And it's like, that's not an apology. Like, I'm a fan of if you're wrong and if you realize that you're wrong and you want to, like, take that time to make yourself a better person, I think that people probably should do that and that they should do it more. But, like, there's a lot of ways that you can do it wrong or do it bad mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I feel like there's there's so many instances that, especially as we've done Thought Cops throughout the years, it's like you see the good ones and the bad ones, and you see people that are, like, honestly trying to learn from mistakes, and then you see people that are just part of, like, this big PR machine yeah. that just they said the thing because they knew it would garner traction, and then they put out a half-assed apology just so that people wouldn't sell their stocks and stuff like that and you mm. see the matrix all around you and you're just like i hate all of it but it's like if if you're like a genuine person and you do a fuck up like yeah realize that you fucked up apologize for it and we can all move on we don't yeah. it, not everybody needs to like dredge it back up every time anybody says anything or whatever but it's like there needs to be some sort of like proactive understanding of like there are these social dynamics that we're all dealing with at all times and like you can't just fucking like the way that we've been doing things is like I feel like very bad and it's just getting worse all the time. Mm-hmm. And you also have to. Yeah, I, I, sorry, Kev, go ahead. What I was gonna say, I, I will say for all the note sap apologies we've seen over the years, I, I've never seen one that's been like you know I'm sorry uh, for all those I've hurt. I will do better. Uh, you just have to understand my wife was on my case <laughs> and uh, like ah. I mean we're real man. That is like right. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Look, I realize yeah. in this wartime, you know, things are tough, emotions are high, but bitches, right? <laughs> yeah. My, or what is it? My my car, my battery died this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, just like get into like the minutia of how the day went. You know, yeah. like, hey, we've all had a bad day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or who can't relate to that? Yeah. Or something along the lines of like, a couple thousand people have, a uh, couple thousand innocent civilians have died. Maybe this was not the time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Brent, you know, nag, 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 <laughs> nag, you know? Oh, fuck. And amazingly, like, that was, I mean, Terror Onion's still around, so, because there's well, something about, like, gaming Twitter right now where everyone's losing their minds. Because a few weeks ago, there's this company called Artesian Builds, and basically they make, uh, like, custom PCs. Oh, and, like, yeah, yeah, the PC company. Yeah. yeah, they actually reached out to us months ago about sure trying did. to do a partnership. Mm-hmm. And we are like, yeah, this looks a little weird. So we never went with it. Mm-hmm. So they... Was w- your instinct correct? Uh, apparently. <laughs> so uh, so they, uh, they would do streams where they would be like, all right, if you're in our partner program, basically you just have to put our logo on the side of your Twitch stream or whatever, and then you can get in, like, a raffle. So they were doing one of their streams, and, like, they picked the winner, but and they started, like, checking this girl's stats, and they are like... Mm, don't have a lot of followers. Mm, we've only ever gotten one uh, click off of your stuff. So they're like, ah, you know what? You don't actually win. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. So they did this on a Twitch stream. And, of course, it blew the fuck up. And <laughs> instead of, instead of like, apologizing, they basically went, oh, we have to rethink our corporate structure. And they shut down their website. They shut down their company. And they're looking for new Jeez. investors. They, I mean, Good. they also made a mistake. I, like, I've seen plenty of these giveaways and that is ultimately like in the background what happens with these giveaways they they they're, they're right. not stupid enough to announce it publicly who wins and then have to backtrack for the most part they usually right. do homework they <laughs> check they they, yeah. they they pick their winner and they go that's not good enough let's find somebody else and or but yeah, they, if you made ones... the mistake just own up to the mistake and then just be like guys we never do that again 
this person has one follower, just like she wins. You know, never, she never rules, again. Never again. Fucked up. Well, my right. wife was nagging me. I was gonna I'm say, sorry. what was the wife doing that time? I mean, right. We we have to ask these questions. Yeah. I wanted meatloaf for dinner. She made she, a fucking lasagna. Fucked it oh. up. <laughs> I accidentally tweeted the N word because of that. <laughs> it happens. Right, we're guys? all we're all human. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, links will be below. So the guy who basically broke the story is uh, Voltar. He's another big name in, like, the mining community. And he's, like, a love him or hate him kind of guy. But, like, he's very much, like, does not pull any punches with any of his opinions. So check out the thread. Links will be below. It's definitely entertaining at the very least. For Now, Voltar, is is he anything like uh, Moltar from Space Ghost? I have to wonder. <laughs> oh, God. I only wish. You need, I need, we should send him a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moltar, that guy was the coolest. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, was he also the guy who did uh, Brack's voice, Cecil Martin, or whatever? No, I think Moltar's voice was also the voice of Zorak, and I think he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, I think you're right. Shit, I, I um don't recall his name unfortunately, but uh, legendary. Anyway, uh, shout out to Moltar. Shout out, you know, I'm gonna look it up. Shout right out now. to Zorak. Shout out to Moltar. Shout out to uh, Captain shout Murphy out. from C Lab who also passed. Yeah. Uh, oh, C. Martin Croker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. But, okay. I have no transition for this next one. But <laughs> I was I, I, I was not doing you any favors. With <laughs> it's all right. It's a work in progress. I'm only 150 episodes in. One of these days I'll be able to do it. Yeah, we're, same, we're you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, next up. What the fuck did I even click on? Oh, okay. So, uh, that's wait. porn. Oh, 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 careful, careful. That's a poor poor fucking uh, these poor guys. Like I don't even remember what I was saying during the last half of their episode. Like I was like, yeah, I hit a certain point when listening back, and I was like, I can stop listening now. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm sure it's just gonna get embarrassing at this point. That's that's the Chambers way. Yep, (laughs) that's when it's like that's when you go to a convention. You're like, oh, okay, no tweets or anything like that, and then all of a sudden someone took a video of you and just like, ah, yeah. uh, Don't you hate that shit, man? Like. It's like uh, you didn't have to worry about that kind of, you know, back when like we were not connected so mm-hmm. much. It was like I don't have to worry about like embarrassing myself on the world stage if I'm oh, having a dude. night at a, you know. Thank God, Bri- Brian has an encyclopedia on me in his head. Basically, oh my God, thank fucking stories he could God, tell Jim was never. I mean, all of us, but yeah, thank God. That's all I'm gonna say. Social media came at the perfect time for us. That's all I'll say. Yep. But we were talking about it before. We were talking about Elden Rings, the big new game. Everyone's fucking playing it at this mm-hmm. point. And so, uh, Kevin, you'll know this too. There's the mechanic with Dark Souls games where you can leave messages for other players and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so there's a uh, article that went around from PC Gamer where a guy basically said, "The messages, the the message griefers are breaking my spirit," and he's saying, "I stopped reading messages, so I guess the memes win." And this poor guy, he kind of like, it's a, another one of those things that we see all the time where like, oh, the article put the, you know, the most clickbaity title they could for this article. So mm-hmm. everyone just quote, tweet, dunk, quote, tweet, dunk, shit like that. And he rated it. It's yeah, like yeah. his main argument is, yeah, I stopped reading these because most of them are just memes and, you know, one out of every 10 will actually help. Yeah. And it's a thing where it's like, I don't, right. I don't know if he was just like trying to hit a deadline or a quote. It's like, we need another Elden Ring article. Like, just shit out some Elden Ring article. I don't care if it makes you look bad. I mean, this, that would be how to do it, right? Yeah. And like, and like, I mean, I'm playing it. This is my first Souls game. And I was like, you know, I made the class mistake of reading a thing and it's like, 
oh, jump off ledge for a secret thing. I was like, oh, okay, jump off dead. <laughs> you got to admit that's funny. It is. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm stupid. I, you know, I, I don't care who you are. That's funny. Yeah. Well, is I, this I'm... a game where you put on a ring and it makes you old? <laughs> kind of like that's the right. beach that makes you old, but for lo- the, the Lord of the Rings. Yep. <laughs> Man, a ring that makes you old. I wish that was real. But, like, here's the deal. That's, That's called time, my I, friend. <laughs> I like the prank aspect. I like that. Like, if you say, but I don't like, if you're just writing absolute nonsense, like, it is just the meme. If you're pranking someone to kill themselves in the game, that's funny. If you're just writing the meme to be ironic or a shit poster in a game, now you're just, you're corny as shit. Like, you're, yeah. you're boring. Oh, yeah, no, I, that's... Uh... I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, fucking, fucking be him. original at least. Like, yeah, prank. Like, I pranked Jim. We did a drinking game with Call of Duty. And if you died certain ways, you had to drink more. And I convinced him that an enemy was underneath the map and how to jump off the edge of the map. And he <laughs> actually accepted it and did it. He's like, motherfucker, I thought you were lying. And he still did that- it. <laughs> so it's like, I do have a precedent for this. I- I'm all for those. Like, that's yeah, funny yeah. stuff. That's, that's another good idea. Uh, I don't know if what we were talking about before when you, like, uh, had left the screen for a little. Uh, I don't know if that will be part of the episode or not. But we were talking about, like, doing a did you know gaming but just doing a bunch of lies yeah. like like a parody of did you know gaming but just mm-hmm. saying like did you know wario was based off of ron jeremy and just like filling it with like just a bunch of things that like didn't really happen yeah. it'd be interestingly it'd be like additionally interesting to do some sort of channel or some sort of website where it's like game facts but it's all just like bad ones, well, ones like, where it gets just, people like, killed oh, i would love like, to do that i'd be like you really need to take yourself to this edge and then yeah you could just do quick cuts to other like easter eggs and get yeah that or would... there's like uh <laughs> i've been playing uh earthbound sound so, sort of on and off and there's like parts in earthbound where it's like go to the waterfall and just wait for three minutes and after you wait you just say like yeah in breath of the wild go up to the top of the highest hill Mm -hmm. and like just wait for an hour and you'll get like the whatever like the uh the deku nut guys whatever the fuck they're called like you'll get one of those and then someone's just sitting there for an hour yeah um i notoriously i i've told the story before but my my cousin uh, when I was young, whatever age, 10 or 11, when I first played Resident Evil 1, and he convinced me, if you open up the door 50 times to the front of the mansion, you could get outside. And like an asshole, I opened up the... And I kept dying, because every time you open up the door, Cerberus, these dogs come in and kill you. I finally got to 50, and I, I, I told him, I was like, dude, I don't think it works. He's like, yeah, because I lied to you. I was like, son <laughs> of a bitch! I was like... that. You know what, though? That's a little bit too cruel, because, like... He wasted so much of your time. Yeah. And, you know, and this like, was like pre-internet. Like I couldn't look at it. Like this was so right. like, yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. But like I look back and I, I do love that idea. I would love to make a video though like that. Be like, hey guys, if you're playing Resident Evil, here's a quick tip. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, now the Elden Ring, I mean, that's, I, I, like I said, I find, I find trolls now the uh, we talked about lazy people who just steal other people's shit for credit the lazy meme writing and meme joking it's now like i'm over it it's not funny anymore it's it's boring as shit it's there's no creativity it's like move on do something else now so uh move on.org am i right folks (laughs) exactly so yeah, let us know below. What do you call? It? What are your either favorite ones you get to, or are you just like fucking done? You turned it all off because I was like, 
Actually, I was like, oh, I guess I need multiplayer to play fucking Elden Ring. So I like sign up for PS Plus and shit like that. And as I'm doing these things, I'm like, these are all fucking useless. I just got. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like I won't use the online shit, but it's like, oh, that's forty five bucks down the drain. Great. You know, what was uh, good online was uh, Death Stranding, because mm. you could just like leave helpful things like bridges or ladders or you know whatever. And the messages was just like a, a frowny face, a smiley face, mm-hmm. you know, just like symbols and stuff like that. And it was like, there was no fucking, like, uh, trying to think of another, like, epic meme. Um, what's the one they keep using for Elden Ring? The finger. Uh, Try finger butthole. Right here. Try finger butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, get it? Butthole. Friday. Thank you, Jeff. Right. It's your anus. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Was I playing online with Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> and we're back. So, yeah, I had to restart the camera. So, next up, Gran Turismo 7 just came out. And this is seems to be the latest in a long line of games with a launch that just goes, Hey, you bought the game? Cool. It's not going to work. Because There's issues left man. and right. It's, they gotta stop that shit. Because basically, for Gran Turismo, which has been, like, I mean, of course, as the years have gone on, they've added more multiplayer shit in there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, famously, you spend hours just grinding to get cars to build up your garage and all do more races and shit like that. Like, mostly a single-player game all these days. Yeah. But we now live in a day and age where even a game like that, it has to be always online in order to play it. Mm. So once you make a single-player game always online, guess what? Oops, the servers don't work, and now nothing fucking works. Mm. And then apparently, like, it was impossible to, like, upgrade stuff without spending a ton of money. I downloaded, like, a 300 megabyte update took, you know, 20 minutes to be installed onto the PS5 after the shit. So all these people who took off, you know, a day of work to play their new game they wanted couldn't even play the fucking game. And just another nice example in a long line of our awful all-digital future that we have to look forward to in gaming. Yup. But have we not said that, I mean, listen, everyone do what you want, but... Don't be an early adopter of this shit. Games, technology, anything. Wait that little grace period. One, you you could get the game cheaper. You could get it with the bugs fix and the updates. And it's a sad state of affairs, but it is a true thing. I don't care if it's Yeah, it's it's getting worse and worse. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, here's the joke. And I was talking to my buddy about this yesterday. You know, look at, like, the the state of, like, every, every car is going to electric now. A lot of cars are completely removing any engines and, and the way it's going. They've already started showing the life cycles of even cars that after six or ten years, battery lives are going to be shit. There literally be a point where you need to sit and update your car for like a day before it works, just like all this other shit. So it's like don't be the first adopter of this shit. And, you know, people keep doing it. Um, you know, it, it, it Brian, sucks. need to think. There's a new thing. You I need, need the thing. Right. It well, should like, work, you know, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, can you blame them? Because oh, I like don't. Because when you're a kid, yeah. you're so excited for a new game to come out. And, like, it, it just works the day you get it. It's, like, awesome. And, like, granted, if there were problems, they couldn't fix them back then. Yeah. But now it's, like, half the time it's, like, you know, I, I feel bad for kids now. It's, like, they get a new game and, like, yeah, they uh, can't play it. Wait, I because... feel bad for kids now. They they got to go to school and they put these masks on them. <laughs> and let me tell you, but anyway, Gosh. let me uh <laughs> let me pivot because you guys are talking about uh Gran Turismo and I was I went back and uh I watched well, Grant, it's not called Grant Turismo, if you were wondering. <laughs> well, I went Turismo back. Centered up. Yeah. 
I went back to the first one and I was watching that and I thought I was playing some racing game, but instead it was this old man that was saying a bunch of racial slurs. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I like the song at the end. Here's the deal. AAA games, you should be able to have them and they should work out of the box. And... But also, I will disagree, Kev. You said you feel bad for these kids. Fuck these kids because they have every game I waited for as a kid. So they have a backlog of games that like is, we have yeah. never had. So even if their brand new $70 game isn't ready for them, they have some other thing to do. We, unfortunately, if we got that a shit-ass true. game that for 70 true. bucks and didn't know, you're like, well, I guess this is my game for the next five months. They're not playing these games anyway. They're playing Minecraft and Roblox. They're playing games from 10 <laughs> I was years just gonna, ago. I was just going to say, yeah. Kids don't give a shit about these games. Yeah. It's all those old guys getting fucked, taking a day off work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, back in the day, it was like if, if you were, you know, skeptical, you would rent it from Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. or, or you'd have that one friend who had it. Like, let me come over and try it. Oh, that game sucks. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been burned by like a day one that you're like, oh, hype, 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 hype. You know, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going against my uh, rules. I'm going to, I'm going for it. I'm going to do it. I, I like mean, rarely do that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it depends. I mean, like, I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I mean, a lot of times I do end up playing, you know, if, I, if I'm looking forward to something, I do want to play it like, you know, as soon as I can, you know, because it's like, oh, well, that's the release date. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I think there was actually a really funny Mega 64 sketch about this called Playdate, where they made it like 10 years ago. And the joke was like, haha, yeah, what if things just didn't work properly for the first <laughs> month they're out? There's the release date and the play date. And then now it's like, well, it kinda, that is kind of how it is. Very much true. Yeah. Um,. I keep thinking of that uh, cyberpunk game that oh, like yeah. took oh, yeah, yeah. it took like a decade for them to make it, and then they released it, and it's just like it doesn't work. And from what I hear, I think that they've updated enough of it so that it's like most things are fixed. Over a year later, a year something. later, yeah. they're like, yeah, now it's the real time. As you said, but they the gave people time. like full discounts for that shit too, which is great. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a blessing and a curse where it's like you can like update stuff where it's like oh cool i get new characters and new modes and all this extra stuff i wouldn't have got if the game just like came out of the store and it's like that's it forever yeah but at the same time i think a lot of companies are like eh, if it doesn't work we'll just fix it later you know and it's like uh maybe we just check one more time <laughs> there's Guys, there's support companies have deadlines well i was gonna say like down. yeah we have this weird thing of like you need especially though games that have the yearly release now grand turismo is not in there like do yeah. like we've talked about do like the gta 5 strategy which is a game that's been out for over a decade and they, they're not rushing out to get gta 6 out i just put the same one out over and over exactly but here's the deal the weird thing is games are still pretty much 60 bucks and they were 60 bucks when we were kids for super nes so it's like that's a weird thing too where i'm like i know i remember that well like no they were 50 for a while but like i remember take into like, account inflation but that's yeah, my true. point like it it, yeah. it hasn't gone up really there's a sticker of biden saying i did that next to the game counter now <laughs> but and it's like there i don't know is. if that's the, if that would remove all the bullshit dlc micro purchases but it's like I can almost understand with inflation, all the bullshit where you go, eh, okay, the game has still basically been the same price since I was a kid. So that's a weird, how many other things are same price since you were a kid? Like, 
nothing. So it's 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 a weird. It's I don't a weird market. remember prices from when I was a kid because <laughs> I didn't have money back then. But I had, my, know, my parents kept me to the uh, if you're good you can go to the used game section to get a ten year old game. Are you kidding me? I, I was eight. It's like get that job, go out there if you want the game, get it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's actually a nice simplicity these days too. Where like at least with the Switch and you know we all have a Switch here. It's like oh I get the game, I pop it in. Oh look at that, the shit works. It looks right. like a PS2 game, but it still works. <laughs> yeah. There's also yeah, I would say like they're they're typically pretty good about it. I feel like there's also that aspect too, where it's like this technology has not been around for that long, mm -hmm. and within the short amount of time that it's been around for, they've made la massive leaps and bounds mm -hmm. to make it like what it is now. And it's like you even look at like I always think of movies have yeah. been around for like a hundred years like we just didn't have movies most of the time and then we had movies and they couldn't put a sound in them yeah and then they had sound in them and it's that, like yeah. we haven't had yeah you remember uh <laughs> we haven't had that for that long and then they're like listen you can just be a guy in the movie and you move around with the joystick mm -hmm. and you press a button and you jump in the movie and it's on your screen and it's called a video game and that was just like the late 70s early 80s and it's like we went from that to like oh you can make whatever size penis you want in this uh in this cyberpunk game you can have a 12 or a 14 inch one those are your two options and it's just like how realistic and it's just like the amount of work that it takes to like be able to build some of these is just got to be like impossible like how how do the fact that people can pull it off sometimes is like astounding to me you know to be mm -hmm. completely honest it's it's like i know that back during the nes days they would fucking like write the code on like a piece of graph paper or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck and then yeah. that would turn into a video game and now it's just like you have a team of all these people that are doing impossible things and it's like no wonder nothing fucking works yeah how do you make it work it's impossible yeah yeah, yeah. My my daughter will come to me and be like, "Oh, can you help me draw a circle?" And I still fuck it up, and I don't like connect the lines at the end of it. And it's like, meanwhile, people are like putting shit on punch cards, and it's like, "Oh, how'd you lose the source code? How did they have it in the first place?" Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. How do you make a source like it's yeah, yeah, exactly. But speaking of the switch, the last topic for today is going to be one of my favorites, of course, and that's gamers mad because if you spend any time on social media, you know that the gamers of the world will get mad at something stupid. So. They're an it, oppressed minority. The most oppressed, some would say. But Them this, and the posters. <laughs> He's got it. I got nothing. <laughs> but what do you call it? So this one, this one comes from David Coulson, and he said, first look at the Nintendo Switch version of Hogwarts Legacy. And he threw up a picture from the GameCube game of, I don't know shit about it. Which it one's it's one of the earliest Lord of the Rings, or I'm sorry, uh, Harry Potter games. Yeah, it's like a GameCube one of the uh, the big guy with the big bushy beard, whatever the fuck his face. You know, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's it's such like an obvious like it, it it's not even like mean spirited. It's just such a stupid joke, and the amount of butt hurt Switch people are like really. Oh yeah. And my favorite part is like here. if you look at the replies, some of them are like they're like they're showing pictures of like Doom and these other things, but you can actually see that this screen grabs they have are from like ps5s and xbox ones they're not from the switch and i'm just like take the joke 
Like, you took this so personal, like someone attacked your entire character by saying, like, oh, the Switch graphics aren't great. Like, I I just, that that's where, you know. Even then, I don't even care if it's from, like, a different system and shit like that. Like, people going, oh, we, we still making this joke five years later? Oh, how original. Or, are you really saying this is what it looks like? You're saying this like this? It's like, I just fucking... can't believe how mad they got off a throwaway a throwaway thing. That'd be I like, mean, that's yeah, this, this guy, yeah. this guy probably thought of this tweet and he's like, Oh shit. And then he like posted it yeah, really quick. Really... And then he thought about it for the next 10 minutes, seeing if he gets any likes. And he just moved <laughs> on with his day. It's like somebody with M&Ms. Come on. Like now somebody's got to exactly. steal. Yeah. Someone bigger right. is going to steal I this. I think I'm going to steal this. It looks mighty good <laughs> yeah. to me. There you go, Kev. I... You steal this and get the train rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've stopped trying to make these types of jokes on the internet because uh, like you guys, fucking useless. Yeah. Like yeah, like you guys were saying, it's like okay, so someone made a joke, you fell for it, haha. Yeah. A lot of times, then people will be like, hey, you know, it's a joke, right? And they'll go, well, the point still stands. Like yeah. it's sure, yeah, maybe I'm stupid, but like you're stupid too. Like it's we're both equal stupid, and it's like no, like it was a, it was a joke, like. It's not even anything against you, and they're like, "Well, I, uh, I'm offended," and it's just like, I like whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care to engage yeah. in this discourse. This is fucking. This is a waste I of mean, time. I mean, this is like worthless. Like, people are out there creating like art that will be remembered <laughs> for generations. Like, this right. is worthless. Fucking like turd in the toilet here. Yeah, it was such a throwaway thing that I, I the re- I even retweeted and copied Jim because I was like, we gotta talk about it because I was like. How did somebody care this much about, like, yeah, like you said, the guy, it's not like he carefully crafted this masterpiece of uh, of a tweet here. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, it's like, it, I might go like, huh. I, I might give it a like. I, mean. I wouldn't retweet yeah. it, but I'd like it. Yeah. Until I. Until I. Until I. No, but until I. Until I read the replies, I was like, oh, now I have to retweet that. Like. The replies are the part where I laughed. I was like, how? Like, and granted, I've said many times, I am not the guy who's on Twitter at all. So I'm always amazed when, like, I see what Jim follows and, like, things he talks about. I'm like, people really care this much about this stupid shit? Apparently they do. I don't know. Yep. Yep, they do. Just just stay off it, Brian. Stay off it. Oh, I'm, trust me. I'm, I, I don't engage it. Yep. It is what it is, man. <laughs> you have to engage with it on a surface level. You just enjoy it for what it is, and then you look no further. It's it's the same thing with, like, don't read the comments on a YouTube video. It's oh. like, just watch the video, and the comments, just just ignore it. It doesn't matter. Like, because yeah. you're just wasting your time, you know? Yeah. Just listen to Thought Cops. We'll sum it up for you. Exactly. Yeah. Everything you need to know without feeling left out. I, I mean, I think at this point, you know, the... <laughs> What's the opposite like of confirmation bias where you're purposely looking for the comment that's going to piss you off? Like like the I feel human like human oh. condition. Yeah, like I feel like you <laughs> used to look for confirmation bias. Like let me find the person who's agreeing exactly with what I'm saying, but now you're like looking for that who's the person that's disagreeing with me and I can get real revved up about that. Like, I'm sure there's a term for yeah, it. I yeah. can't it's think not, of it it's off not the top healthy. of my head. But like um, that's what I feel like everyone engages in nowadays. Like that more than I, I feel like that was sort of always how it was. It's it's the same thing with like oh if you make a YouTube video and there's a hundred positive comments and one negative comment you you focus find on the negative it. you yeah. focus on it like you know it's the same thing that like 
uh, bands would go through and like journalists would write reviews and stuff like that. And it's like the one bad review that they got or whatever. And it's Ruin just like, them. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like when that, uh, the YMS guy, your movie sucks. Like he put out that long tweet thing about like how, you know, people are coming after him for not fully watching a movie before saying whatever about a movie. He's like, even if he says like, Oh, I just thought the movie sucks. So I didn't finish it. Then it became this like whole big argument among everyone being like, well, then you can't call it a review. It's not a real review. You know, you're a favorite of mine movie, Bob, going in there and people being like, oh, Bob with the dunk in the wind. It's like, oh, God, God, a rare damn W it. for Bob. I, I think that was. Yeah, usually, usually times. it's an M. But when he turns the M on his Mario hat upside down, it turns into a W <laughs> and then he becomes Wario. Fun fact, uh, movie Bob was based on Wario. I don't know, you know if you guys know that. Yeah. Who was based on Ron Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I think, the, there's I think only the three stories guys. I'm just sick of the internet at that point. Yeah, and I want to do over. I want to not be the internet guy again. Yeah. No, the moral of the nice. story here is you guys need to follow Thought Cops, who help police it's all these true. assholes out there, and help yeah. rein them in. And guys, we want to say thank you so much for joining us. We always enjoy having you on. We always enjoy coming on your show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, uh, once again, click all the links below. Follow them. Make sure you hit subscribe. Leave them some five-star ratings. Be sure. Leave them some good comments. And uh, Subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you get that subs- YouTube going for them. Yeah. yeah. Especially with all the video That's content right. and all. It's coming out some good shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've been, we've been putting a lot of effort into uh, video podcast uh before it was only yeah. audio and now it's Shout plus out, video yeah to our editor zwick who's put a lot of work in for us we appreciate it zwick. zwick is that guy from uh from spirited away who has 18 arms and he's just like cranking <laughs> yeah. things and just like doing different things <laughs> he's a madman i don't know how he does it he half does the it. channels yeah. and podcasts I listen to it's like oh thanks to zwick for editing zwick, oh yeah. thanks to zwick for editing it's like jesus fucking yeah. christ yeah you know what? we'll throw any of his links down here below as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Give him a follow. Dude two O yeah. on stuff. But now, thank you guys. And if you have been watching, please make sure also hit subscribe on us. If you want to leave us a comment, especially on iTunes or Spotify, hit subscribe. Leave us a five star. Even if you want to bash us, we'll read it and reply during the podcast. So with that, we want to say thank you so much for watching. Have a good night, everyone. And cheers. Cheers, guys. See you, Space Gamer. <laughs> Got it.